So it's subject, or you want to call it subjectivity. So subjectivity is really what's happening, and here it's appearing as subject-object. And the mental state arises after the conscious contact and claims that activity which has no volition and you're, you're not doing it as yours, that you're the one who's conscious. And then as soon as you become the one that's conscious, an insane idea arises that you can be unconscious, which is mind-boggling. And so now, as consciousness, you may start looking to become conscious. You don't see the insanity of it? Just see what you're not, and then you'll be as clear as you've ever been. Nothing has besmirched what you are, and nothing's going to improve it. Now, this can be improved. You can get clearer, but the clarity doesn't get more clear. The clarity is always available at all times. It's just not available to you. That's all. We used to have a story, this, the old knocking on heaven's door, because you're trying to find ways to produce an image to trigger something in people, yeah? That's to me, is the art of communication, yeah? So, all right, so there's a heaven's door, and um, this guy feels like he's been pr- you know, a pretty good person, he's practiced a lot of spirituality, thinks he has a good resume. So he goes up to heaven's doors, knocks on the door, and the door's open immediately, and there God is. God is. It's a little off-putting. God's right there. And so he goes, hey, God, can I come in? And God looks right at him and says, Paul, can't come in. So then he gets a little dejected. He goes back, and he practices more, and he's gone to five continents. He's kissed a lot of feet 108 times around the statues. He goes back, thinking pretty assured he's getting in. He knocks on the door. Immediately, God's there. He says, God, can I come in? And he looks right at him and goes, Paul, can't come in. So then Paul gets pissed now. He says, fuck this. Starts fornicating, partying, just forgets all this shit. Falls into the canal, you know, drunk, gets washed up near heaven's door, comes to. When he stands up, something happens, and he knocks on the door. There God is. And he says, hey, God, can I come in? And God says, Paul, can't come in. And he walks right in because he finally realized he wasn't Paul. See, what he was taking personally, an exile from heaven, wasn't. God was just stating a fact. Paul, Mary, Jim, any sense of being a someone can't get in, basically, yeah? So as soon as he saw he wasn't Paul, heaven was open to him. And it had always been open to him. It was never, never not open to him. But he was taking himself to be something else. And that something else cannot enter the kingdom of heaven, yes? Because it's a mental freaking idea that lives in the past and the future. So this is sort of the message. So non-duality means not to, you know. And then it comes from dualism, which is the subject-object conundrum. And why it's a conundrum is that the mental state believes the object is doing the subject. It's the object is the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the seer, the haver, the taster, the toucher, the one who's conscious, the one who's light, the one who's that. And this confusion causes what you are to seem to be forgotten, and its place is taken by what you're not, and what you're not may be led to start looking for what it is from what it's not. Yeah? all the while reinforcing what it's not, the whole time using what it is to look for what it is. So this whole point of this message is, I saw that there is what's, what I'm not looking for what I am. Yes, 
I saw it from what I am. So I saw what I'm not looking for what I am. Instead, and then it told me I'd been looking for what I am from what I'm not for quite a long time. So I was using what I am to look for what I am. And they have told us many, 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 many times in a lot of different ways, that doesn't work. Yes? You can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. You can't use light to seek light. You can't use mind to seek mind. So let's say we're sitting here and Hwang Po, who supposedly said that, was sitting here, and he saw Steve, Mary, Bill, Jim, Steve, Bill, Tony, whoever. Obviously, at that moment, he's not talking to Bill, Mary, Steve, and Tony. He sees Bill, Mary, Steve, and Tony as the Buddha, and he's trying to get through, not to Bill, but through because Bill is the obscuring agent. The thing that thinks it's hearing the message neuters the message. So he wants to get the message through Bill, through Steve, to the Buddha. Not to Steve about the Buddha, but to Buddha about Steve, so that the Buddha will say, hey, maybe I'm not Steve. And then the horse is in front of the cart and things change. Yes? That's the beauty of it. But if you keep talking to Steve about the Buddha, it goes nowhere. Nowhere. You'll go around, but nowhere. Nowhere. All the looking for the Buddha will reinforce Steve. That's what happens. You may not know it, but it's what goes on. When you're using the... It's like when you're trying to get out of an imaginary place, you're making the imaginary place real. Yes? Because as the object, we're not recognizing our role here. As the Course would reframe it, the Course of Miracles and a lot of... uh, great masters, this is dreaming, yes? And the beautiful thing about the Course, it doesn't say you're in a dream or you're in God's dream, it says you're dreaming. You're the dreaming. We are the dreaming. We are giving everything all the meaning it has. We, activity-wise, not as Paul, but as what we are. So, this message is so simple. It's just, hmm. So first, the message isn't to you, and it's not coming from me. Yeah, It isn't to you. It's, I know, you're like the Death Star in this little Star Wars saga. And the messages of quote-unquote truth are like little fighter planes that the Death Star shoots down like crazy. You just want to get one through. It's like spiritual sperm. You just set out a lot of sperm, and you're hoping that one just hits the mother egg. Yeah, it just doesn't need more than one. One hits the mother egg and hits the mother egg, and the egg conceives of a possibility. I may not be that. Yeah? And then suddenly, things that... The horse is in front of the cart. There's a seeing of what you're not looking for, what it is from what, you're, what you are. You see Steve from the Buddha, not looking for the Buddha from Steve. Because when Steve is looking for the Buddha from Steve, he's using the Buddha to do it. You don't see the fundamental Chinese thumb torture? You can't, the Buddha can't be used to find the Buddha. It is the Buddha. So... This desire to want to know what we are, understand what we are, to experience what we are as the ultimate, is much better applied to what you're not. Because as they say in spirituality, in a lot of books, what we are is indescribable, then why are we paying fucking money to hear people describe it? 
It's indescribable. It's unknowable. So why not? Let's talk about what's knowable and what's describable. What you're not is very knowable. It's a mental activity. You can describe it. I've seen it. You can have an understanding of what you're not. You can have an experience of what you're not all day. You can know what you're not. You can't apply that to what you are because the only possibility we have concerning what we are is being it. We are being it right now even though the thought system doesn't think so. So I heard went to satsangs and... uh, yeah, something was missing. I didn't think this point was emphasized. Because to me, if you don't see it, you're going to be looking from its effects. Yeah, and when you meet it in your life, you're going to call it me. It's going to have carte blanche running. Everything you've ever done will be claimed by it. All your thoughts we held as yours or about you. It will use everything that's happening to bond you to this idea of being Paul. Yeah, spiritual Paul, drug addict Paul, it doesn't freaking matter. It doesn't, there is no forbidden zone to this mechanism, yes? I thought there was, and it was, I was sorely mistaken, yeah? So, so like the idea of dreaming. So you share about dreaming, but what thinks it hears the dreaming is the dreamt. And then it, con- it just thinks dreaming would mean getting 500 cars and vestal virgins and great joints and having a great time all the time. It's just conceptualized from its point of view of self-centeredness. You don't want to talk to the dreamt about the dreaming. Talk to the dreaming about the dreamt. It's right in the open. You know all about what you're not already. You just need the right trigger so that you stop aligning yourself with what you're not and you will, ha- you will be and always be and always has been what you've been looking for. Yeah. And suddenly you'll see expressions through this. You'll get an immunity to what's not happening. Yeah. And you'll be rooted in what's happening. You'll realize it's impossible to be out of a moment, so you'll never try to get into a moment, and you'll look like you're in a moment at all times. Yeah, You won't be trying to get out of imaginary places, and you won't be looking for what can't be found. Yeah, As Zen would say, you'll see blue is blue and red is red. Things will be corrected. You will feel the horses in front of the cart. Yes, simple as that. And what happens is, as this, I've had enough years to watch it, what happens is it will travel lighter. It doesn't mean everything gets great, but it will travel lighter through whatever life has in store for this action figure. And after years of that, what more do you want? Really, what more does this want? If it could be, if that which would allow it to travel lighter was made always available at all times, right where it is, with no requirement necessary, that's its freaking heaven in a sense. Yeah. And then you'll rest there, and I mean rest. And some of the, you don't need a lot of interest and attention to navigate one day. You need a lot of it to go over 50 years, future and past. Yeah, and this is what the mental state does. It sends all the attention and interest on Fool Gold's errand. You're thinking about you in the past and you're worrying about you in the future as a body. 
So we rely on our mental conditions, the mental, let's call three of them, the memories, the thought system, and the perceptual interpretation, and they're all programmed. The perceptions are programmed to see things, the memories are of you as a body, and the thoughts support and reinforce the idea of you're the doer of a lot of shit you have nothing to do with. And the language constantly plays you as the possessor or the owner of shit you have nothing to fucking do with. Like we had the old joke of, I hadn't been to New York in a while. I went back there and a guy came in who knew me and he says, hey, Paul, you're growing your hair because my hair was long. I said, yeah, I'm growing my hair. I'm doing a pretty good job. He was going bald. I said, something's wrong. What's going on, bro? I said, there's a hair, hair growing group I'm with. Why don't you join us this Saturday? For three hours, we'll grow our hair together. It seems to help, you know? And I can have pride about it. I look fucking great. But all I do is not cut it. I don't grow my hair. But the language sounds like I'm growing my hair. In the water surfing, the knee goes out. When I get out of the water, the next months and months, when I talk to people, they go, what happened? Oh, I hurt my knee. Sounds like I went out there with a hammer, bang, bang. No, I, beca- I, I was observing my knee went out. But in fact, the language just says, I, I hurt my knee. You're listening to this all freaking day. Look at where you're at. Stop freaking thinking about where you're going. Look at where you're at. See what it is. Are you what you believe and think you are? If you're not, maybe the whole game board changes. It did with me. I've saved so much money on my spiritual budget because it's down to zero. (laughs) Completely. If you took my blood test, there's zero, zero point zero zero signs of spirituality in me. It's completely gone. I have no interest in it as a topic or as a journey or as a goal or as a fucking way of life. I have a very, very big interest in being it for sure. Yeah, but not becoming it. That's like a wild goose chase. (laughs) What gets emphasized in all the path you going to God? Not God, it's you. Yes, the mental state is using everything as a mirror to get a reflection of itself. That's what it does. It claims everything, everywhere you are, it tries to claim it. Does it succeed? It's basically on us, really. If you believe yourself to be that, you will never even assume what's going on. Yeah. That's why I see this as bad news in a way. Because, you know, hope excited me. I was hoping I was going to transcend this place. I was. I was hoping if I did enough practices that things would get stabilized and be better. But I wanted me to be there. I didn't see how I could extract me out of the equation because I thought it was me. Yet the craziness of all equations is that primary number one. How am I going to extract myself as myself? As we say in recovery, self can't get out of self. Yeah? How can I find the Buddha if I am the Buddha? How can I use the light to find the light? I would think that would be an incredible obscuring event. Yeah? Even though my story was I was moving towards the light, but does light move towards the light? Or can light move away from light? 
So I find now warnings are the best part of these talks because you're attempting to warn everyone or one the, the common pitfalls of how the system reinforces itself as you believe you're getting out of it. Yeah. All the exit signs are just entrances, really. Yeah. You can't set out to lose interest in it. That would be interest. Yeah. It's, it's a tricky little thing. It's like in recovery, we have a statement you've got to quit playing God. And then it doesn't have a long reason why. It just says it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. So mostly, if you observe your life, yeah, it hasn't worked. I mean, that's pretty, that's, that's an understatement. So, so then, all right, I'm saying this mental state is playing God in us. And you, when you wake up, does it tell you how the day's going to be? What's that but playing God? Does it tell you how you were, how you are, how you're going to be? What's that but playing God? So here, so it says you got to quit playing God. So let's say something right now is playing God where you're sitting, and it hears that. So now that which is playing God tries to quit playing God. Isn't that playing God ad infinitum? How are you going to get out of it? How can that? So what happens? How do you get out of it? You see that you're not that which is playing God. That's what you see. You stop calling what you're not you, and you start looking at it as something other than you, and in that seeing of it as other than you, a possibility arises, which is I can be free from it. And then it told me in like a nanosecond that I've been trying to be free as it since I've been six years old. I've been trying to get out of self as self. And once it was corrected and I saw it as other or as foreign, the possibility I can be free from it when I had been trying to be free as it and through it and with it and by it. And it, this thing is not going to be your service dog in heaven. It's not going to be domesticated. It has a parasitical nature. It wants what you offer. Yes? It wants life. It wants to express here. And it's going to talk to you as you in the head, basically. And it's going to tell you, it's going to lead you to fuck it, and then you're apt to do almost anything, and then there'll be consequences. I know some people who killed somebody in a blackout, they're in jail the rest of their life, and they can't even remember what got them in jail. Forty more years, can you fucking believe that? It's incredible. Incredible robbery. So when we sing about what we really are, why isn't it so available? If we're all lions, why can't the message you're a lion get through? There must be something going on. If the message is you're a lion and then you feel it, hey, that sounds pretty good. And let's say I get super close to you so it can't get disrupted. So you're a lion and then here it comes. This is what happens. I've watched it thousands of times at talks. People like the mess. You're a lion. Here it comes. You're a lion. And then it hits the ears, and the ears are programmed as sheep ears. And it turns into, I can become like a lion. So the dominance of the identity diverts the message. The message never gets to the lion. It gets to the sheep programming. The sheep programming neuters it and makes it palatable to the sheep. Oh, so the threat of, I'm a lion, is dismissed. I can become like a lion, which can go on for freaking ever. Because the sheep's never going to become a lion because it's not a sheep and it is a lion. Yeah. 
So the point is not to keep saying you're a lion, you're a lion. Let's see what it looks like to be a sheep with the hopes that the lion goes, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> you know what I mean? That doesn't sound like me. And then the possibility dawns, I can be free, not as the sheep, but from the sheep. And then what happens? Does it have to take roaring lessons? Of course not. It's a lion. Always has been. It roars. Yeah? Fucking his hair straightens out and the fucking nails come right out and fucking chews the cut of a fucking lion. I kills the sheep right there. <coughs> this is the whole message. You like it or not, this is how it happened with me. This is, to me, is the message of non-duality. There's an act of being identified as what you're not that becomes the obscuring agent between what you are and what you are through the intermediary of what you're not to the point you're trying to find what you are from what you're not. So let's just question the little thing because it's making the whole sandwich, pull out the meat, and there you go. Hmm. All right, so here's the old, this is the first video we ever did, sheep and lion, basic. So here's a lion, there's a mother lion with a cub, and they're roaming around, and the uh, mother lion gets killed. The cub survives the, uh, survives the attack, but the young cub is now orphaned, and it really doesn't know what's going on. So it's roaming around, and then it sees this herd of sheep, and so it starts moving towards the sheep. Now the sheep know it's a, knows it's a lion, so they're a little worried, but the lion doesn't even look like it knows he's the lion. So he gets ingratiated into the herd, and it starts trying to live like a sheep, you know? It's chewing cud, it's not that happy about that. Everyone's talking about who's gonna be the next sweater, and it's sounding like it's concerned. They curl its hair, it looks at some woman, it thinks it wants to eat it, but then he's, oh, I wanna marry it, because the sheep program kicks in, it really wants to eat the fucking sheep. And then, so they marry, they have strange looking kids, they rationalize it away, and it becomes a big elder in the sheep sheep world, you know, he's bigger than all the other sheep, fucking lions won't come in when he's around, they're like, fucking, we got the gold, but he's feeling a little malaise, or like Dukkha in Buddhism, a, a dissatisfaction, because it's not a sheep, basically, it does, you know what I mean, it's not a sheep, and so what happens, so one day a big lion, old lion, comes into the area, and sees the sheep, and wants to eat, runs after the herd, and it sees a, the young lion, and it thinks it's joining the hunt. But then it realizes the young lion's running with the sheep. So it veers off, grabs the young lion. The young lion rolls over and says, please, Mr. Lion, don't eat me. I'm a humble sheep. The old lion's a little perplexed, grabs the young lion, brings it to the water hole, sticks both their heads out. The young lion sees their reflection, bammo. It realizes I'm a lion. It doesn't realize I was a sheep, I was a sheep, I was, and now I'm a lion. No, it realizes it's always been a lion. It was never the sheep. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's thinking it was a sheep for 40 years, one day, five seconds, 20 months. As soon as he saw the reflection, all the whole story of being a sheep was dismissed. Didn't take, all right, let's slowly dismiss. No, it was very quick dismissal of the sheep. <laughs> now it's a lion it's sort of like when I was a young kid when I hit about 12 you know I was trying to start liking girls I wanted to look good my hair was getting a little longer so I had these I bought these pants red corduroy pants and I had this long sleeve gray t-shirt and I'd go to this mall in Long Island called Roosevelt Field 
and I'd walk around looking at my reflection in all the store windows. And a lot of people were looking at me. This is working. So basically, every time I went, I wore the same outfit. I'm walking around thinking I've got it going on. And then after a few months, a friend of mine had some compassion. And he said, you know, Paul, those red corduroys? I go, yeah, they're magenta, bro. And he says, you know that gray T-shirt? Yeah. Because I kept telling him about it. He says, that's pink. So suddenly, now I'd been thinking this was a gray shirt and red pants. As soon as he told me they were gray, they were pink and magenta, I saw them as pink and magenta. Never to see them again as gray and red. Every time I went into the closet, they hadn't changed back. They had never been gray or red. They had always been pink and magenta. Even though I thought they were red. (laughs) This is exactly what it's like. It's exactly what it's like. You thought it was this way, but it's this way, yeah? And suddenly you see what you're not instead of looking for what you are from what you're not. You see what you're not, and all you see is an activity. You see a lot of pointing, like in Zen they say the, the, the finger pointing at the moon. In this case, it's not even a moon. It's just pointing. So I'll tell you how it happens. I've seen it. I've seen the, I've seen the activity of selfing. This is what I call it. So selfing is a term, if you, ever, if you ever want to go to the videos, it's a term I use because I don't believe there's a noun. There is no self. There is no thing. So there's selfing, though. So to me, it, it's, the, it's a whole verb. It's the act of being identified as a self. It's not a verb and then the noun self. It's the whole verb, yeah? And I believe when the attention and interest goes into the thought, the memories, the perceptual interpretation, you catch them in the act of being identified as self. Yeah? They picture you as a body, they think of you as a body, yeah? They perceive bodies, yes? Hopefully following. (laughs) So I call this selfing. And so I believe everything happening here is verbing. I don't believe there are any nouns. Everything is verbing. Just like there's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, then there's the claim of that to imply the seer, the hearer, the feel, the taste, the toucher. And then the seer gets presupposed before the seeing. But it doesn't. It's not before the seeing. It comes after the seeing. The seeing is what we are. The seer is a mental story about what we are. Yes? It can't, the seer does not arise without claiming seeing. So Ramana says it, I believe, in a beautiful way, Ramana Maharshi, he says, the conception of the whole situation is a presupposing, with the word pre, it's beautiful, a presupposing of a non-existent thing, the body, yes? See, if you think it's the eye that's seeing, hmm, if, this, if I died and nothing happened to my head, there would be no seeing going on. But if you could transplant the eye in a lie body, it would facilitate seeing. It's not the eye, yes? It's, it's animation, consciousness, yes? That's, that's what's happening. So the selfing, it's the act of claiming the verb to imply a noun, yes? So there's selfing, and then the mental state claims it to imply a self, and when it's implied, it says the self is doing the selfing. <laughs> so an action occurs, 
the mental state claims it, says you're the actor, and then that's presupposed before the action, and then you get either pride out of it, shame out of it, guilt out of it, and in this world, you'll get tons of consequences out of it, because they haven't set a precedent in court of non-duality. You can't go up and say, oh, there was no one I killed, and uh, I know there's no, no, you'll be in jail. You know, it's not going to work. But, in fact, that's what's going on. So there's verbing, the mental state claims it, you can see it, it's beautiful, claims it, and that comes after, and you can see it after, because you're before. You're the seeing. You're not the look, seer looking for the seeing, using the seeing to look for itself. You're the seeing. You'll see how it's produced. So the mental state claims an action to imply the actor. I had the perfect example. I was doing a talk in somewhere, and a guy who knew me pretty well, the talks, said, all right, Paul, let's call self-Paul and selfing Pauling. So he says, all right, on a good day, how much is Paul Pauling? Like 10%, 15%. On a bad day, how much is Paul Pauling? Like 80%, 90%. And he went on and on and on, and he was the perfect illustration without knowing it. If I had like a cartoon book of the message, this would it be it. And I said, no, no, you don't get it. You think Paul is Pauling. The Paul is derived from the claiming of the Pauling. The selfing is used to imply the self. The self isn't doing freaking anything. So if, you, if this switcheroo occurs, you're stuck in exactly what I'm attempting to warn us about. You're using what you are to look for what you are. So this isn't, oh, this only happens once every full moon. It's all day. It's all day. <laughs> Verbing of life is being met with a mental process that says that means there's a someone. And then the someone gets reinforced by all that's happening, and it never, never happens at all. Yeah? You never see it. It never does a damn thing. It's made up. The noun is extracted from the verb, and yet it's presupposed to be the one doing all the verbing. And that's how you get bonded. You believe you're the thinker, and then the thoughts can own you. When you were a kid, was your day ruined by thoughts? When you were a kid, were you worrying, will I be playing next week? You had no time, hadn't set up yet. This is all constructed. I didn't go to my mom and say, Mom, is Wayne playing better than me? And let's go, well, should I go to playing class? No, he's out there fucking around. I wasn't trying to get into the moment. I hadn't entertained an insane idea you could be out of a moment. You and I have never been out of any moment, ever. No freaking way. Look at the surveillance tapes. You're here, wait, oh, I really wasn't there. Yes, you were. You can't escape the parameters of here and now. I don't care how much you dwell in what's not happening. It doesn't, the only way what's not happening seems to happen is what's happening believing in it. The only way next Wednesday can have an effect now is what's happening, which is us believing in it. What's happening gives itself to what's not happening. And then suddenly what's not happening dominates what's happening. If you don't see it, you're going to be looking from it. 
So to me, the biggest word of the movement of the claiming is my in English, yes? So we always used to use this thing, put three things up, like money, health, uh, sex. Everyone would have a certain response to those words. And then I'm going to change the word without changing any letter of it. I'm going to change the meaning of it completely. My money, my health, my sex. That's the role of the robbery of the mental state. It's, you can watch its footprints in my. Yeah? It's like this. Let's see where it is. All right, here's a phone. So let's say there's thousands of phones going by all day. Ah, yeah, no big deal. Look, this one, like that. But now it's given a meaning, my phone. So now every phone that goes by is pointing, yes, to some imaginary owner. Everyone, every thought hooked with my is used to imply that there's a thinker and you're it as the body. Every feeling, same thing. Every feeling being used to imply one feeler throughout the day, one feeler throughout your whole freaking life, you. One feeler of all these sensations, one feeler of them. Give me a break, yeah? So here it is. So the mental state claims it, puts a my on it, and now it's being used to point to you, 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 you. And then suddenly your whole life starts from here and ends from here, to, and it can go to such an absurd length, you end up spending time looking for yourself with yourself. It's bondage to me. It's the bondage of self. Yeah. And there's no one you can pray to. You're the jailer. You're the judge. You're the inmate. You're the freedom of it. You're all of it. Yeah. I believe there's a power in seeing it. And by seeing it, maybe the mind will entertain a possibility that I'm not that. And now its freedom won't be co-opted by I want to be free as self, but you'll see the possibility of being free of self because there isn't one to begin with. Let's say if there's a non-existent thing that's given you all the trouble, then your salvation from it is inherent because it doesn't freaking exist. You don't have to go back every year. It's still non It never freaking existed. It's been made up, and we are the ones. You know, in recovery, there's a statement. We use a lot of acronyms. Because the pro in, in alcoholism and addiction, they've come to know the problem resides in the mind. Yes? That the problem itself is talking to you as you in the head. Yes? And the head is what drives the addict and the alcoholic crazy. Yeah, the problem resides in the mind. Yeah? So this case, the, the thought system is constantly being used to lead you to places and react to false evidence as if it's real. Yeah? So it's false evidence is I have, I'm going to have cancer three weeks from now. You have no fucking idea, but you believe it. You believe it, right? So now the false evidence appears real. And so you feel an effect from an imaginary cause. You don't have cancer, but you feel like you're going to have cancer. You're contracted and worried, and, and someone who can't, what's, what's bothering you? Because you can't see it because it's not happening. It's only happening in their little porno theater. Yeah? So this whole idea is of this addiction to what's not happening becomes so dominant it actually eclipses what's happening, which I cannot freaking believe. 
I just can't believe it gets away with it. I really can't. How could, if you're here having a bad day, it's usually not based on today. It's based on last week and next week. These are just things. See if it fits. You know, is it so outlandish what I'm saying? I think I'm just describing the basic schematics of every day. Yeah, and I'm attempting to share with you what was shared with me that saved me a lot of time and trouble and allowed something that I hadn't had since my grandmother hugged me when I was 60 years old. And that is acceptance for this because I've seen I'm not that. If I see this as me, it's constantly demanding improvement and work and fucking shit like that. Now that I see, the, you know, the Urban Renewal Project has been canceled. I mean, <laughs> AA has corrected the action figure sufficiently that I'm not a fucking hazard to you and others. So there, I don't need any observation of Paul. I'm not fucking doing anything. Let that attention and interest go into what? I don't know. You'll find out. Maybe an enrichment of your condition right now instead of enslaving it to yesterday and tomorrow. Maybe enriched tonight. Who knows? Yeah. But I don't think, you know, I'm just here to serve the spiritual subpoena, and you've all been served. Yeah? You make of it what you will. You have made it already. You can't beat it. You're going to, the hearing of it makes the message for you. I just want to point out the shit so maybe you can see it instead of looking from it. If you can see it, you'll get a hit. It's not you. And if it's not you, it won't be that interesting to you. It won't. It's boring as hell, really. And then suddenly, maybe for you, what happened with me, that CNN news broadcast 24-7 has now become Comedy Central. It's fucking hilarious what goes on up there. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So you might as well use it for something good, you know. So, uh, yeah, this is the last one of a little run talk. I don't like dissertations because it's like beating a dead horse. It's an invitation. I, you may not know it, but you've been served. I know it. And so, you have any questions? Yes. Okay, I have a few questions. Yeah. Um, so my first one is... First one? <laughs> Your first and last one. No, no. All right. Uh, the first one is each individual's ability to reach this place of understanding and honoring the body and the body having a nervous system and being an animal and someone that's say highly traumatized and has a traumatized nervous system so that has a really strong pull in their on their brain right on their on their program so it's like does it matter like to have to work on the body Cause yes it does yes okay. okay so like I guess for me that's the the masculine and feminine that's how people sort of divide it the masculine and the feminine the feminine being more in the embodiment and the, the experience physical experience uh, I know see the thing is the body demands dues to be paid right. or it's going to grab a lot of interest and attention yeah so so it's, you can honor both of those of course you can it's time. inclusive yes yeah. Yeah. and then what do you do when you're there because I think a part of I've had experiences where I've been the witness and and there's just there's not much that you need to do or create or anything and nothing really matters anyway so like what do you do and how do you I don't know what do you choose to do with that and like how do you still function 
in society from that place? You'll find out. <laughs> you will. You'll find out. There's no rote program. You just show up. You don't even show up. You've never left. So you just see what happens. You get your cues. There are there is information before thought <laughs> that's available. Yeah. And then, you know, I feel like um yeah, I know a lot of people get confused, but to me, like when in Rome, you have to do as the Romans do, and you have to render unto Caesar's what Caesar's. And like in this case, my case, the action figure had to get corrected, so it entered a program called AA Recovery, and it's been under that was the, the influence of that for years, and the corrections have occurred. I'm not robbing and cheating and getting arrested every week. So that job's done. now. I don't see any confusion with the other entertaining whatsoever, you know? Yeah, in, let's say in the dream, let's say you want to break it time and timelessness, yeah? So there's timelessness and there's time, and there's dues for both in a sense. Well, not for the timelessness, but for the time. You can't try to use the philosophy of timelessness to get out of the dues of time. I've seen people who want to bypass recovery and they're drunk Buddhists. Yeah, so. That's what I'm referring to. Yes, drunk like, non-dualists, yes. You can't jump over the process. You can try, but it won't work. Yeah. And then, yet, in a, ultimately it works because what can a failed system show you? It's failed. And in my view, in my humble view, here, uh, what before gives everything all the meaning it has mind. So it can use whatever's happening to dream itself out of this place. So I don't see anything wrong or right with anything. It's what the mind gives it the meaning for. And so in the Course it says, you and I are the dreaming of the dream, and we're going to dream ourselves out of the dream. That means using what's appearing in the dream to dream oneself out of the dream. And as you do, the dream will get happier. That's a very nice, soothing thing, because I believe whatever's going on, your life could be seen that way, as an action figure. Then there's the recognition that this is dreaming from the dreaming point of view. So then, you, then maybe you have a belief that nothing ever really happened, it's all just happening. And then there's a sense of ease and comfort from that, because you find great certainty in uncertainty. Yeah? You've stepped out enough times that a stare appears that you have a sense of being okay without any evidence thereof. So the action figure has certain heights it can reach, and I feel some of them are beckoned the most by what we are, tell you the truth. Yeah? But it has its limitations. It's not a chariot of the God. You're, this isn't, you're not going to be playing golf in heaven you know, as a body. The body is going to be left in the garage, and it'll be like it never happened. Yes? Yes. So, but the mental state is always trying to find an advantage. So when it meets non-duality, it tries to like get out of things. Well, if there's no self, then I don't have to do the dishes or whatever. <laughs> and then, you know, your girlfriend will say, fuck you, do the dishes. And then you hopefully grow out of that immaturity. Yeah. And realize if you just stick with nothing, it turns into everything. Everyone's jumping around too fast. I'm probably the only monogamist here of spiritual teachers. Everyone's cheating with others on me all the time. Yeah? I'm the only one who has never done it. I've never even listened to anyone since 2001 because I think it can get all muddled up. Yeah? And it's just a simple 
recognition of what you're not, and then basically all the rest of the time is finding out what you are. Because the reminder of what you're not will be every time you perceive anything, anytime there's seeing of thoughts, you always, they're always proclaiming that's not what you are. So in fact, you just, the rest of the time after the imitation is finding out what you are. And it's a joy in a way because, uh, I don't, you know, it's so hard if you could, if you could describe it, but outside it would look boring, you know, because you may not be doing much, but there's a, such a contentment and satisfaction in it, and peace is uh, always able to be enjoyed, and you don't, like today when you were playing the music, it takes me one second to go there. I'm not out fucking in the back 40. I'm available for what's happening. Like that. You know, I never get chipped. Yeah, I don't, I never get chipped. I, the idea that I could possibly be not here is totally, incredibly foreign to me. You're always here. <laughs> it's just the way it goes. There's honest until maybe there isn't honest and there won't be anyone there to know anyway. Yeah, so right now, all there is is onness. Yeah. I'm not on, you're not on, there's onness. There's us in onness, it's not us, you know. Yeah. We don't have onness. Onness is, you know, manifesting us in a way. Yeah. Yeah. You have another question. Well, all no, right. so kind of just like, it's like an ocean of consciousness and we're all just glasses or vehicles in this and we just collect and pick up what we think is us as something separate than everything, thinking we're this glass filled with water when we are all of it. And if we just let it move through us instead of like the phone identifying and then the program of what that phone means to me plays off because I'm identifying or trying to own or hold on to something. Yeah, see, but that to me is an affirmative way. I don't like that way. I just, I would just see I'm not that that's doing all that stuff. I have no interest in correcting most of it. The state has corrected most of the shit in me that would get me arrested. I just see I'm not that who's wants to pour the glass into the, you know. Right, right. Just don't yeah, see, I, I just don't see it as me. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So uh, I'm not here to get corrective measures or, uh, or things. Like, if, because if you could have done them, you would have done them already, these things you're saying. The glass that thinks it's a glass cannot be an unglass. You gotta get clear about that. The glass isn't gonna become an unglass. You just see you're not the glass, yes? And then you cut out all the pouring and everything. You just, you always get left right where you are in immediacy, yeah? So, you know, you get the flavor, yeah. It's just, just see what you're not. And then basically, you've punted the ball then, and then you're in a pause, and then the game will proceed, and you'll learn new rules, yeah? And you'll have a better quarterback, let's say. <laughs> and, you know, you'll see. You'll see how things work out with not much effort and thought on your part. And you just comply with the dance partners, you know? Just on and on, things happen. Like today, I went, so we were here, some lady, all made up, she says she didn't have much money, so she liked to, barter a cranial massage of course she could come in for free but all right i get a cranial massage was i calling up for a cranial massage no was i looking for it no but there it was all right there's a cranial massage this happens all the freaking time 
just not cranial massages, but you know, <laughs> there's invitations all the time. You just and you don't have to say yes to it, but you're just there. And you, I see, I see a beautiful choreography in this little imaginary dance, and it makes it it warms my uh, heartless, my empty heart, so to speak. Yeah, I I've been, uh, yeah, it's fun. It's fun to watch the dance steps and see the choreography of it all. It's beautiful. It's really a beautiful event here. And you know, time is beautiful in a lot of ways. Would you want all the flowers always to be blooming? It's beautiful when they, the bud and then it takes a while, like an orchid, it's like a whole very slow striptease for months and then suddenly it reveals itself. Fucking beautiful, that could only be done in time. So I don't have anything against time, I just don't believe there is any time. It's just a manufactured dreamscape. It's sort of like if you could change the, the hue of your screen, it's like that. You know, let's, I'd like to take, I'd like to make this stretch out. All right, add time, <laughs> stretch this out. It's like, it's like the, the artist magician just making it whatever, yeah? So, I don't know if you, I don't even know what I was saying there, but hey, yes. Yeah, I love, I love some of the, well, I won't say metaphors, but you know, I worked with the, uh, the 12 step program and you know, been recovered for years and it's, you know, now I look at things completely different. I just had a bit of a paradigm shift, if you will. And, um, you know, having done four and step four and eight, now like, there's so many more rewards become awareness of the baggage is cleared away, as we say. And, and so, um, you know, the idea of ego, which is talked a lot about in the 12 step program, and I guess this isn't really as much a question as it is an observation. Um, all these years trying to study, you know, trying to figure out spirituality and reading books and whatnot, there's been few and far between. There's only a few people that have, but um, if I could just come ask, you've heard of a name, a man named Stephen Hawkins or David David Hawkins, rather. I've heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he makes a great analogy. He's saying that you know, the ego, being the little self, is always being corrupted. As you know, we we have pure thought, pure consciousness available, but just like the brain, when we see still something, it's upside down and backwards. It has to flip it around in as much as the ego will take something impure, but the, the brain will take authorship of that, that which is, and make it whatever it wants to be, you know, whereas in the absolute truth, or as the ether mind, as people who are typically, let's say enlightened, and I know there's, that's a, just a, a statement, um, they don't, they're not subject to that, they're not, they're, the lower mind or the ego mind doesn't take authorship, they're able to sort of see it much more clear as it, as it is for what it is, because they're not, there's none of this um, switching or taking authorship of the mind. But I'm just wondering, um, you know, I've, I've watched a lot of your videos. I'm just wondering, um, from the standpoint of non-duality, because Hawkins always talks about it, you know, where we are not, there's no good or evil, there's none, none of these things that are really truly existing. It's all the illusion. Um, where did you have this, you know, striking moment? Where did you find this? This, this, uh, now, seeking because of when did it happen and how did it happen? You now, said, said, oh, okay. <laughs> 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 no, because you had spoken earlier about when, yes, now, now, yes, if it's not now, it doesn't have value, yes, mm -hmm. yeah. I my emphasis is just what you're not because I've heard a lot of people's beautiful descriptions but I'm more concerned with who's thinking it's hearing it yeah the message is secondary to me it's the hearer of the message that I think has the biggest influence 
So I just keep, since that dawn, you know, years ago, I haven't changed my tune. And people who know me for nine, ten years, you know, when they come, haven't seen it. Is anything new? No, nothing's new, you know. There's nothing new in, in non-duality 2019, same as 2018, yes. And I just feel like the importance is to is to describe the machinations of the thievery, not the uh, house, the person's house is getting robbed. Really, I think it, it's a wrong direction. So I would, if you want to call it negation, I would go. That. I'm in that camp, so to speak, because I believe, and especially, and it fits so well in recovery. I believe the root of the activity is the act of being. Uh, it's an identification. We're in the act of being identified as something that we're not. That's the thing. And then the whole system supports that. And I, see, I believe if you don't see that, you'll be looking from its effects and you'll think that's you starting there when you've been made. Yeah? You start in timelessness. You're not a product that was produced in time. Is that why the Buddha said never put someone before yourself? Like, you are the Buddha, the seed of, of God is you. Of course, of course. They say it in all different ways. You can't escape it. You are what you're looking for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's say, you know, in recovery, the big first wave of difference in recovery is when you see your role in things, really. I mean, it's a huge revelation for addicts because they're used to blaming and thinking the cops, everyone's done it. And then they see maybe just when one incident, you know, like I was looking at that guy's girlfriend a half hour before he punched me. Now, when I tell the story, it would be, this guy punched me out of the blue. I don't see my role in things. And suddenly the camera opens up more. Hey, I actually was trying to make moves on his girlfriend. So therefore, it wasn't that surprising the guy punched me. That's a big leap. Well, if you follow the Course in Miracles, it's saying you're the dreaming. You're the dreaming itself. You're the dreaming of all the minutiae of everything. And then it says, it, it, it describes a quality of what's happening here, that you and I are giving everything, which is a pretty big statement, all, which sounds pretty conclusive, everything, all the meaning it has. That's not a small role. <laughs> you're not playing a bit player in it. You're the dreaming of it. That's mind-boggling to me. Yeah, you're the dreaming. And dreaming is, there's no dream. There's no thing called dream. There's dreaming. There's dreaming. It's verbing, verbing, verbing. And we're in the act of it. And I don't believe in the idea of witness. The witness is in the fucking river he thinks he's seeing. Everyone's in the verbing. Yeah, if you're this, you're in it. There's no perch outside the dreaming. Like Ramana said a beautiful thing, Ram Maharshi says, all right, here's someone's in a theater, they see the movie, they think that they see the movie's unreal, but there's an assumption they're real. The, the, the circle's bigger, you sitting in the movie thinking it's unreal and you're real is the movie. Yeah. So wherever you end up is the movie. You as this can't get out of the movie. Yeah. You, as this doesn't get before, you're not behind the camera. This is always before the camera. It never gets behind the camera. Yes. So instead of trying to arrive at where you already are, just see you're not that which is before the camera. And you'll find out you'll be behind the camera. Instead of hearing how wonderful it would for you, who's before the camera, get behind the camera, because that's never going to happen. That which is before the camera is never going to arrive at 
that which is behind the camera. So lose interest in that, and then you'll get a hit of your behind the camera. And then the horse is in front of the cart and see how it goes. Now the main correction, and when it occurs, there was no need to do it because nothing ever changed it. Yes, all this is an illusory act. It's like, was the hand ever the glove? It's animating the glove. Like we used to, I'll do another little metaphor, whatever. So we're in this world and the world is, only has one sense and it's felt, yeah, feeling. So in this world, they have a scripture about heaven and heaven would be feeling at the same time thousands of rose petals, just being immersed in rose petals, that softness would just, and that would be like heaven for this little world. And in this world, there's a glove. The glove is on the hand, and the glove is rough, right? Now, the hand has seemingly, it's appearing to the hand that it's the glove, so it never entertains, it can pull itself out. So now, everything it meets, it meets through the glove's interpretation, and the glove is rough. So it doesn't matter what it touches, it feels rough, yes? Obviously. So suddenly, and now it has, it's read the scriptures, and it's going, where's the fucking softness? So it becomes fundamental. You know, it believes in the scripture, but doesn't have any sense feltness of it. Those fucking people are crazy. Yeah? So, so, here, so here's the glove touching everything. And then it hears the message. You got to get out of the glove. You're not the glove. It sounds, oh, that would be good. But it's the glove that hears it. So now the glove is getting twisted even more so, and it's actually becoming more of the dominant thing when it tries to get out of itself. So now it's the glove trying to get out of the glove. That's the warning of self can't get out of self. Yeah? So let the message, you're not the glove, hit the hand. That's the whole point. We're trying to get the message to the hand, not the glove. So then the hand hears it's not the glove. What possibility arises? I can pull it myself out. It feels the pedals. Now it knows what heaven's like. Maybe it finds itself back in the glove, but it knows it's not the glove. Yes. It's, it's had the free sample it needed. Not as the glove, but from the glove. Yes. That's the whole thing. It's the spirit of what I'm trying to say. It's a spirit. The message isn't the words. It's something. It's a sense feltness where you get that feeling. Wow, I see it. I see it's, wait, it's totally pointless to try to not be a glove as a glove. Yeah, stop trying to be a, a non-self as a self. See, you're just not a self. Yeah, then all your rules, they all make sense if you're a self that needs to have a correction to pour the water in the ocean. You're before that. All that is just, it doesn't determine anything. What determines everything is what are you looking from life from the glove point or from the hand point? That's what determines the meaning of fucking everything. Yes. Yes. Another question? Yeah. No? Yes. Okay. Well, then we'll I get to... I just comment. So the glove is just like the camera. You're behind the camera, but the camera lens doesn't discriminate on what it says. It's so of course it's the not. same idea. It's just seeing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, so myself is like, oh, I'm not the glove. I'm the hand. And it's like, it feels like a bit of a just... It's just a new thing. And now the self. Yeah. Grabbing onto you. But... Why don't you wait once I get to it, but let's just stop at but and just hold, stay on the other side that you were just sharing. It feels much better that what's, than what's coming after, probably. 
Just feel it, yeah. You got a sense of being behind it. That's fucking cool. To sense it. Now, all right, now start with the butt. <laughs> yeah, you feel uh, it? Yeah. I was pointing to like a hall of mirrors yeah. thing where I just switched to a, sec- a new mirror. Exactly. That exactly. seems like a dead end. So, what, I'm, what I want to ask is it's, the metaphor in my mind is it seems like you're suggesting that uh, there's seeing and touching and feeling and hearing and tasting and doing. And the self, or John or Paul, John thinks. John's doing all these things, yes. and those things are like balls bouncing, and so John thinks he's bouncing the ball of touching, and then bouncing the ball of seeing. And what's actually happening is there's just a ball bouncing of seeing, a ball bouncing of feeling, and there's a ball bouncing of selfing. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes, but the mental state's claiming, through the selfing, it claims the other bouncing. Right, but they're all actually just all just yes. balls bouncing. Yes, all of them, and yes, exactly. And feeling, yes. it's all this... Exactly. It's all verbing. So the is there a, is there a transition for some people where the ground just falls away? And yes. It's not actually exciting or happy. And exactly. Yeah, because the interest they'll they'll feel like they're getting very disinterested in a lot of shit they used to be interested in, but that's just a phase. Like things have to be reconfigured. Yeah what you think is and you has to be reconfigured to travel later yeah because the system the basis of the system has shifted yeah from verb to from noun to verb it's a huge shift to have verb first and then noun later is huge because we have noun first and verb later so it's like a yeah it's like a bizarro world really yeah, so I find a lot of people get sort of bummed out. They feel like they have no interest. And uh, that's just a passing usual situation because it's, the interest is being redistributed and it's going to enrich you if you just fucking allow the deal to consummate. Don't jump in there. Uh, people call me up and I would just tell them, don't act out and don't die and things will be really cool. Yeah, well... Yeah, you'll travel lighter on a stabilized level. That's pretty amazing for an addict or, or alcoholic with an active fucking gnawing rat-like mind. To be sort of content is unbelievable. And to start, see there's a great, in a yoga studio in Philadelphia, they have a famous yogic mantra and people translate it differently. The way they translated at this place was gone, gone, gone to the other shore. You know, Buddhism, they think the other shore is like awakening, whatever, yeah? It says, gone, gone, gone to the other shore on, upon arriving on having never left. <laughs> Such a beautiful statement. So I want to just erase gone, gone, gone to the other shore and just rest in on having never left. Can you imagine if your day started there on having never left? You, you would travel a lot fucking differently than the gone, gone, gone. Yeah, yeah. The basis is on having never left. You've never been out of a moment. <laughs> You've never not been the lion. These things are all rooted in on having never left. Yeah? So yes. being in this state of consciousness, um, do you just, in your day-to-day, follow 
those cues, those inspirations, or does thought play any process? Is, are you an actor? Yeah, player thought in plays. Thought is, uh, is like I say, comedy. You're to do that, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. you do it. Like you just you get the inspiration to do something, and you do it, or is it like I want I want this? Or, you know. That's, that's no, most of my, my day is habit, really, which are thoughts without actions. And I learned a lot of that in recovery because you don't want the, the problem, which is the thought system, to have a say in your sobriety or you sure, won't be sober. stories, <laughs> but is it like, I would like to have this in my life and then not, not get stuck in the thoughts around it yeah, yeah. and let the inspiration drive you there. Yeah, but my driving to a thrift <laughs> store is pretty, and, or a latte is pretty, yeah. you know, its, it's goals are very meager. <laughs> like wants to get a good sandwich or you know what I mean it's, it's, it's successful quite a lot during the day <laughs> it doesn't have giant noble uh, goals it's just basically you know get out of Peterborough now that's my goal <laughs> which I'll be successful at soon <laughs> yeah you know and it's just, you, you have the ability, see, if you say to that which is identified as self, you got to take, the, you, uh, don't take the self too seriously, that's seriously, yeah. You can't get out of this little trap if you think you're in it, you can't. So what happens is you lose interest in self because you're not it. And losing interest in self is you lose interest in thoughts and feelings and the, the ability of actions to bind you to this idea so you have a little freedom from the influence they used to have over you, yeah? Where one thought would ruin your day in the past, now thoughts don't ruin your day. They don't even, they don't even intrude. They're there, like spinning around it, but the day's going on unimpeded by the thoughts. It's like you use it as a tool and then set it down. Thoughts? I don't use anything. It it does. It's on its own. Yeah, and it's and it's really like let's say if I uh, I realize I've lost, I've left my key somewhere. Immediately the head goes, uh, thinks about where it's been, remembers the three places, and it says, "Well, get home, call them, and that's it." It's very clear and clean. It's not like you're a key loser. You know, it just fucking responds to the seeming loss, and then usually it hasn't been lost. <laughs> so and then it just shuts up and then there's the space yeah yeah there's a guy that used to talk a lot at Ramesh Balsakar about working mind and then thinking mind psychological mind yeah I don't need to, I don't like parsing everything I just say you'll find out a lot I don't see I think you need to know what you're not so you'll catch it but then I don't think you need to know that much you'll find out what you need to know but I think you need to know this yes I do I do, humbly, because I've seen it, the speed of it is, I just don't see any process beating it. It's very fast, the sense of you being the doer when an action is happening. It's pretty, very fast. And it works unbeknownst to most of us. Most of us don't, don't arrive at the possibility it's not us. They, you have to hear it or have a big trauma or fucking maybe read about it and even when you read about it you don't get it until one day you do one day you see it you get a free sample and then that's pretty much it really it's gonna the mind's gonna entertain it and make it more juicy yeah for sure that's my take on it yes is there any usefulness in quieting the mind yeah if it's very agitated sure It'll be better for the body and brain, yeah. 
I've had times, for example, on retreat when mind gets very, very quiet and it's in, like the intent that you're talking about and, you know, it just, yeah. everything's lovely. So. They're beautiful samples because they, they tell you possibilities that the head's not usually allowing you to have. Yeah, they're good. I, the body needs a lot of, you know, the body. See, let's say I have high blood pressure, right? Meditation's good for blood pressure, like 10 minutes. But if I'm meditating 13 hours a day, I got a feeling I'm thinking I'm going somewhere. Yeah? <laughs> I'm not going to meditate 13 hours for fucking blood pressure. I think I'm going. I think I'm a chariot of the gods and I'm going to go somewhere. That is what I'm talking about. That to me is bogus. Yes? Yes. You look at retreats. Most people sign up for a retreat from the subjective point of view. They think, oh man, it'll be great. I'll be clearer, I'll be better, and this and that. But what goes there is the object. And so the first day you walk into a zendo and it's beautiful, right? There's a lot of space with the little pillow, the little mat in the pillow, and everyone has their little thing. And then after four days of the retreat, there's tons of cushions, like castles, where they're trying to lift their left cheek off the fucking floor, because their whole domination of experience is their ass. So the dream of the subject wasn't taken, including the object, yet the object shows up for the fucking retreat. That's why you don't see them in Hoboken, New Jersey, or Newark, you see them in Costa Rica and lovely, sumptuous meals and tantric yoga and everything else. Yeah, Jesus Christ, it's all for the body. I, would, I did a retreat one. I don't have anything retreat. I just like to fuck with people, to tell you the truth. <laughs> I do, because I did get just sanctimonious, and then it's one retreat, a weekend leads to a week, and then, and then you've got to do variations, and it becomes a whole other thing. But I was at this one retreat for about, uh, I think it's just dying. I was at this one retreat for three weeks, yes, in America. And it was about the 11th day. And it was a quiet, you talk to a person in the morning and then basically you're on your own and you wanted to chalk up like 13 hours, maybe seven hours sitting, six hours walking, or I would do Tai Chi and shit, yeah. And so then at six o'clock at night, they had three meals, six o'clock at night, they'd ring his bell and they were like, we look like, you know, biped cows just walking, everyone just <laughs> meditating on the heat field in the hills. And then they slowly hear the thing and they start like, you know, following the path to the trough, you know, and everything like this. And I got there first this day, it was trippy. When I walked in, there was ice cream on, on the buffet beautiful looking ice cream so I sat there and these people came in they were like this and then they see the ice cream and their mind goes like this so <laughs> they got the ice cream first to hide it and then go back and get the food so their 11 days were gone in like one second just seeing ice cream the head just went Bruh. it was ridiculous you're not gonna fucking change it you're not changing this this thing has its own source code you're not going to change this as this. I saw it. I watched every person walk in there. Their, their loving gaze was gone and fucking desire for Agendas appeared. Yes. Yeah. I just, I just, why would you want it to be an end when you can be there now? The mental state one loves to become, it does have no interest in being because it can't write itself into the story. It will, get, it will dedicate its life to become what it already is. 
It fucking will. I swear it. I've seen it. This is being. This is a new starting point. And maybe your pursuit of happiness, you may not even want to go on it if you're content and satisfied. Maybe you'll be freaking okay with what you thought was unbearable. I don't know. You'll find out a lot. Yeah? And maybe you'll be a great meditator and find power in that. My experience was it all shut down. It seemed totally futile to try to use a crane to try to pick up a cloud. It just fucking doesn't work. Yeah? I mean, I just couldn't see it working. It was like I was convinced thoroughly that this is the obscuring agent. How is this going to clear anything fucking up when its job is to obscure? I went another way, it seems to have worked, and to me, it was like an unspoken yes, and that thing I entertained has become in time the last answer, which is a great answer because it removed all need for any other answer in this topic. And it hasn't changed in many years, and I don't believe it's going to. I mean, a huge thing ended, yeah. ended. And it doesn't seem, it's not going to get a breath from me, that's for sure. So it's, it would have to be resuscitated, and it ain't. Yeah. And I found a joy or a peace that's readily available at all times with no requirement to meet it. Yeah? All the requirements are made up by my side, not its side. Look at the sky. If you look at the sky like mine, big mind. Look at the sky. Does the sky, you know, like close the door, no more clouds? Come can come in. Um, the sky's packed with clouds. Does the sky get open by 4th of July explosions? Does a plane ever call, ever call the terminal and say, I ran into a big chunk of sky? No. The sky allows everything to appear in it, yet is not affected by any of it. That's what we are like, ultimately. We are the space of all of the, everything that's appearing is really in us. Yeah? And it's, we're untouched by it. Why not have a little bit of that here? Yeah, like the Course in Miracles used to have a beautiful lesson. Your attack thoughts are attacking your invulnerability. How far is that attack going to go? Your attack thoughts are attacking your invulnerability. In other words, you're untouchable. You must think that you must think you're something else for the attack thoughts to be able to attack. You must think you're vulnerable. Well, how do you think you're vulnerable by feeling you're a body? Then the attack thoughts can attack you. Yeah, it's just it's all the same. I just found that people when they hear about them themselves described, they're just they're hearing it from what they're not. They're in an act of being identified as something other than what they're hearing a description of. That's why the message, I'm a lion, is not getting through the lion, because the lion is in the act of being identified as a sheep. And no one's fucking pointing it out. Really? And I'm, jeez. I'm tired of hearing all I am is consciousness, all I am is love. When you feel like something else, it just makes you feel worse. Yeah, and I hate the word enlightenment and awakening. We'd all be better off if we never heard of it. 
and one of the definitions of enlightenment, most of us are in the exact contrary condition. It says cessation of all suffering, and the way our mental state is entertaining enlightenment, it's producing suffering. I'm not enlightened, or worse, he's enlightened, and I've been at more meetings than him. How did he get there? What the fuck? Or the worst, I was awake, and then somehow I did something, now I'm not awake. Give me a fucking break. These are all mental pantomimes. There's no one who's awake and there's no one who's not awake. You can seem to be awake to the fact or you can seem to be asleep. It doesn't change the fact. You and I are awake. Look at the conscious contact. When you wake up, how long do you have to go, oh, wait a minute. Central office, turn on the scene. (laughs) Then next, sequence it. Hearing, no, you open your eyes, you're fucking on completely. And when they're closed, you can feel it against the eyelid. It's like horses ready to run. And it's never showing any thought or effort, is it? Are you sweating because you sore a lot today? Are you, wait a minute, I run, or like, is it like a cable company? I can't spend any more seeing, I'm going to run out before the month. I can't be blind from Thursday to Sunday. You know, no. You're seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. You see a lot of shit you didn't want to see. So you, as a, as, oh, I didn't want to see that, comes after the seeing. The seeing happens, or I didn't want to feel that. The feeling happens first. You come after. Why do you live as if you're before? The pegs are this way. You're number three, not number one. You're made up. A a system produces you, and when it produces you, it's presupposed before the production. So now you think you're the one that's seeing. And every time they're seeing, it's a subtle or not so subtle, implying that it's you as a body seeing. How are you going to know what you are through that vehicle? Its whole intent is to blind you because it is what you're looking for. You think you're going to get it on your side? Its programming is to obscure. Just see what you're not. Yeah, get the maintenance it's needed. You don't. Have, it's a Toyota. It's not the head of the rose parade. You don't have to polish it. It's not going to be a Lamborghini. It's totally utilitarian, yeah? Maintain it as you will. You don't fucking look at it adoringly for 15 hours. You fucking put air in the tire, gas in, and you drive it, yes? It's an expression. It's not a cause. Put it in its rightful place, and we'll do so much fucking better. It cannot handle the responsibility of being the center of the world. You know how much it's been thought about? The poor fucking body. If you have kids, you've probably thought about you hundreds of times more than the kids you have. It's, it has garnered so many thoughts. It just can't handle that heaviness. It's not the center of the universe. It can't handle that fucking responsibility. It won't be perfect. It believes it has free will. It's not going to be convinced otherwise. If just act as if you do and do the next right thing. 
go to a week retreat, there is no free will. And then you go to the shop and you're thinking you're going to get a soy latte and you, you fool yourself and you get a mocha. Oh, that proves it. I have free will. There goes the week of the retreat. One little purchase at Starbucks convinces you once again because you're always apt to be convinced. The self-will is a basis of being a unique individual entity. You're trying to change that as that? Forget about it. Move on. See what you're not, and you'll find out what you are. And it doesn't mean the absence of what you're not. It can be what you're not as much as it is, but there'll be a huge lack of interest in it because it's not you. And it will do way better. I swear to God. You know when you have an old car, and then you, the one day you put like super premium, everything fucking doesn't run well. It's used to fucking cheap you know, whatever, regular, and it runs like a top. You want to improve it? Oh, I'd like it to be better. You put premium, blows the fucking thing up. Yes? <laughs> Haven't you had them? I've had them. Oh, yeah. We call them beaters. They run forever if you don't fucking try to improve them. <laughs> Seriously. This is running the top of it can. It needs no more attention other than what it's called for to get a place to eat, sleep, eat, I mean, it doesn't, its life doesn't span 70 years. It's now. It's appearing now. It has needs now. They can be met now. It doesn't have to be dwelled on for 60 years. I don't want to go over and say, what was Paul thinking when he did that 40 years ago? Because it wasn't Paul that did it. Why would I fucking go there? It goes there, but I have, there's no interest in it. It's so interesting just being here. Whatever. I've done my best. Thank you. I am so happy to be in Peterborough. I've done the best I can possibly do. Please take the please take the message, not the messenger, please. Yeah, do not look at me or get start emailing me and saying, you know, you curse too much or fuck you've missed the whole point. Get the message. The messenger is the messenger is replaceable. The message is what you are. So all right? Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Yes. And for the music. And if you're more interested in it, there's tons of YouTubes on, in, on uh, wherever, YouTube. There's tons of videos, and there's a website, zenbitchslap.com. I hate, uh, I'm sorry if it bothers you, but it was a joke. Um, and there's always, my schedule is usually posted there. And the, the talks are there to uh, repeat the same message with the hopes that it gets through. That one sperm, well, that's all it takes. So, and uh, yeah, and I have total faith in the message because I've, I've enjoyed the results or the effects. Yeah. You can only know the problem from the solution, really. Really, all other problem-to-problem problem knowledge doesn't go anywhere. So, yes. All right, that's it. Thank you so much. Yes. Well, that was a weak clap. Sort of trailed off there. Yeah, sure. I've heard this thousands of times. <laughs> Thank you.